Here's Reinman in the Morning, on demand from 1021 and 105.3, The Shark. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. Well, it's never good to be running for office and have someone find skeletons in your closet. And that's why one guy filled his with classified documents. O.J. Simpson advised Donald Trump to remain silent about his pending indictment. O.J. wasn't Trump's first choice for legal advice, but the Unabomber is unavailable. Robert F. Kennedy may debate President Biden, continuing a tradition of Kennedy's enduring terrible headaches. And that's your news on the nines. Now on Rhineman in the Morning, it's What's Up on the Shark app with Megan, the Shark's own app and website guru. Megan, what's going on? Two New England states have among the most millionaires in the entire country. But what I want to know from you is, what would you do with a million dollars? It's very cliche, but I'd love to know. Uh, I'd probably buy some art. I'd probably buy a green dress, but not a real green dress. That's cruel. I'd buy you a monkey. Why would you buy me a monkey? <laughs> what would I do with I'm the just, monkey? Do you, have you never heard if I had a million dollars before? No. All I know is if you gave me a monkey, I'd name it Marcel, like the one from Friends. Whatever happened to him, by the way? He was, you know he was also the monkey in Outbreak? Marcel, he, um, yeah, he, he went movie. to the dark side and became the devil monkey of Denver. <laughs> We're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> Uh, you walked right into that one. No, I'd probably, depending on what state, I might pay a lot of taxes if I had a million dollars. But you got to go to the Shark app and That's find fair. out what we're talking about. New Hampshire, not so much. I would travel. I would donate a lot of money to charity because I'm a good person and not a horrible person like you because you didn't mention charities or donating to those less fortunate than yourself here on Ryman in the Morning. That's not true. I'd give you some money. How do you know I'm less fortunate than you? Wait, are you one of those secret millionaires? Who live? I guess I got to go to the shark app. Yeah, and find I have. Out if it's I have you. like a, a, a <laughs> dead rich uncle who bestowed <laughs> all of his fortune onto me and me alone. Oh, that's right. Your uncle was Batman. I remember that. Yeah, of course. All right. Wouldn't that explain a lot? Well, you are wearing black right now. That is true. That'd Keep it in the family, giveaway. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go check it out on the Shark app. I'm Stephen Page, and if I had a million Reinmans, they'd all be in the morning. And now, here's sports in 10 seconds with the Sportsman. Trivia time. Who's thrown more pitches this decade, Chris Sale or Babe Ruth? That's your sports in 10 seconds with Sportsman on Reinman in the Morning. Megan, what else is going on? I'm really bummed out about this because this is before my time, but Funtown Splashtown used to have a haunted mansion ride. Really? Did you ever go on it? No. Can I tell you something? I've never been to Funtown Splashtown. You wait, hold up. Mm-hmm. Forget everything. You've never been to Funtown Splashtown. No. USA. I was, I was a Canopy Lake kid. That's okay, where I went but all the time. Why can't you be both? Like I was a cultured <laughs> New Englander and I, I grew up going to both. I don't know. Ask my dad <laughs> who would grumble all the way through Canopy Lake. Although Canopy Lake uh, has its characters, so That's I understand fair. his... But uh, Funtown Splashdown at least has water rides, so you really get the best of both worlds. Well, that's why. I, As I've said this before, I'm not a big water ride. I'm like... If I just want, do Funtown. You got everything. No, no, no. Here's what I do. I would do Water Country for water, and I would do uh, Canopy Lake for, for non-water. Okay, but why not do something that's both? It's part of the way I'm part Portuguese. It's a trait of Portuguese people that sometimes I guess we like to separate our foods. We like to have them in different sections on the plate. And I'm like that in life. And I actually might be part of my German upbringing, too, is that today's a water park day. And then today is a an amusement park day. I don't do the two together. What do you think I am? Uh, (laughs) Well, Irish. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I don't look at French. No. English. Yes. Missing a couple. I'm a little bit of everything, so don't take it personal. 
Wow. I'm Finnish and Swedish, actually. Finnish and Swedish? Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. All about meatballs and discount furniture over here. Of course. But yeah, circling back. So Funtown used to have a haunted mansion ride that was apparently genuinely spooky. But what makes it creepier to me is when they close the ride... For various reasons, they decided the best way to dispose of it was to burn it to the ground, like set it on fire. Oh, my God. (laughs) And there's a picture of this attraction just up in flames. And given that it's like a haunted attraction in general, it makes it even spookier. Oh, wow. Yeah. Creepy picture. Well, check it out on the Shark app. It's time for your news on the nines with News Guy. It's rumored that 86-year-old Bill Wyman will rejoin the Rolling Stones, but only if his parents say it's okay. (laughs) Last night was the Tonys, and it featured a giant sing-along to Sweet Caroline, after which the cast of Funny Girl defeated the Red Sox. (laughs) Following the success of Cocaine Bear, a trailer was just released for the film Cracoon. So I guess I'll keep plugging away on my movie, Mariguana. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. We reached that point where I wrote something for the Shark app and Megan has questions. This is hysterical. So a romance author recently visited New Hampshire and shared their notes mm-hmm. that they took on the state. But you pointed out there were some inaccuracies. There were a lot of inaccuracies. And you were kind of like, where did you get this information from? I, I would love to know. Yeah. So she made uh, Denise Hunter, I believe is her name. Mm-hmm. And she's a, a romance author. Shockingly, not familiar. Uh, but I wanted to see like, OK, it's always interesting to see how people perceive my home state. She made this very organized bracket of lists of things she observed and wrote down from New Hampshire. And there's sight sounds, but there are also businesses. There's nicknames. There's sports teams. Uh, there's uh clothing articles that people like to wear. It's just ways to remember New Hampshire. I guess in case she writes a book about New Hampshire. But I'll give you one right now. Uh, Like, under nicknames and slogans, she has Live For Your Die. Okay. And then she has um, Granite State, sure. Mm -hmm. Green Mountain State. Isn't that Vermont? Yeah. And have you ever (laughs) heard anyone refer to New Hampshire as the Green Mountain State? Where in New Hampshire was she staying? Was she staying like right like in Western, like right on the border of Vermont? But that's my question. Like I'm wondering if she's like someone who like it's like, yeah, I've been to Chicago. Oh really? Where? Uh, I was at the airport for a couple hours. Yeah, a lot of airplanes in Chicago. (laughs) You know, it's like like I wonder where she was. So I'm almost tempted to be like were you misled? Were you like in some kind of simulator or something? Uh, you can go check it out on the Shark app, see if you uh, agree or disagree. Have you ever heard, called it the Green Mountain State? No, I can't say I have, what would John. Be, what would be your new nickname instead of Granite State? Uh, something to do with snow. It always circles back to my hatred of snow. Mine would be Fireworks of Palooza. <laughs> Just too early The Mall for of America fa- in Seabrook. Wasn't there a fireworks store there? There was. <laughs> and uh, it's... That's there, a whole other thing. That's a whole other, yeah, that's a whole other thing. We won't get into it. And now, here's sports in 10 seconds with the sportsman. Did you ever notice that power walkers look like they ate too much Chipotle? That's your sports in 10 seconds with sportsman on Reinman in the Morning. Classic hits for the Seacoast, 1021-1053 The Shark. It's Reinman in the Morning, and it's time for your Shark Seacoast forecast brought to you by P. Gagnon and Son. Good morning, Mark Rosenthal. Good morning, Mr. Reinman. What's happening? I know you like karaoke. You love music, Mark. Do you remember the Traveling Wilburys, that super group? Sure, with... they were great. Yeah. Okay, now let's say we were coming up with a Traveling Jilberries, female singers that would come in and, and form their own super group. What five are you going with? Jeez, I'd have to think of Stevie Nicks, the woman from Heart. Yep, Ann um, Wilson. Yep. 
You got to go Aretha, um, right? Aretha Franklin? Aretha, yeah. Aretha, Tina Turner. Yep. We have room for one more. You know, how about Karen Carpenter? She was great. Hey, there you go. One of my dad's favorites. I love it. Yeah, she had a Deep great, cut. She had a great voice. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. Today is Mary-Kate Olsen's birthday and Ashley Olsen's birthday. Wow, what are the odds? <laughs> Happy birthday to Steve-O from Jackass, who turned 49. His friends lit 49 candles and shoved them up his nose. <laughs> Happy birthday to Toy Story star Tim Allen, who turned 70 years old. You can tell he's getting up there because it has been light years since he got a Woody. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. Hey, you know what? I am in a celebratory mood. Uh, we have a new NBA champions, the Denver Nuggets. They finally knocked off our hated Miami Heat uh, last night. Four games to one. Nikola Jokic, the MVP of the series, unanimous. He got 11 on 11 votes for the MVP. And uh, I understand made history. He had more points, more rebounds, more, more everything than anyone over the course of an NBA Finals. So uh, just a historic run for him. And it was fun to watch those people in Denver win their first NBA championship of all time. And uh, I got to give a shout out to a good friend of mine by the name of uh, Todd Chekovich. I grew up with Todd. I've known him since I was three years old. Uh, we met on the first day of nursery school at the Taylor School in Hampton. And Todd is a scout for the Denver Nuggets. And he, for a long time, was a scout for another NBA franchise. Not quite as successful, uh, but went over to Denver. I believe this was his first year there. And in his first year, he wins an NBA championship ring. So uh, to the Chekoviches and to Todd... My condolences to my friend Bridget and everyone at Rye Junior High about uh, Duncan Robinson not taking home that title. Uh, If you're one of those people we talk about on the Shark app that has Duncan's phone number that's been pranking him because he's such a nice guy and he gives it out to everybody, knock it off right now, okay? He was in the NBA Finals, second time in his brief career, so that's pretty cool. But back to Nikola Jokic for a sec. The Joker, that's his nickname. He's just such a weird guy. But weird in a funny way, like when he first made it big, he lives in Serbia and he bought himself a racehorse. That was his dream growing up in Serbia. He bought a racehorse named Dreamcatcher. And they asked him about it and he said, and I'm quoting here, I buy a friend. He don't talk, but we can talk, you know? (laughs) I got to tell you, Nicola, I've had a few relationships like that. Anyway, that's enough for me. Let's get an update from an expert. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. He's a joker. He's a toker. He's an NBA world champ. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. Megan, what's going on? Stores come and stores go, and we really love to reminisce here at the Shark. So someone compiled a list of some Seacoast New Hampshire stores that are no longer with us, but that we remember and experience the nostalgia. Give me one. Have you ever been to, I've never been, but Woolworths? Oh, yeah. I, I had never heard of it. It's before my time. You're a youngin', Megan. Uh, no, Woolworths, I believe there's one in Exeter. That's where it used to oh, be. Oh, there and is or was one in Exeter? Was. And okay. yeah, I remember it was like they had a, I think they had like a, like an ice cream counter there. You'd go and get like an ice cream soda and then you'd turn around and go buy some underpants. It was a wonderful place. Sounds it. Now I wonder why it closed. <laughs> who, a, who would deprive us of that? Grab a parakeet on your way out. Yeah, no, it was just everything that you could imagine 
in one story. But what I remember is I believe they had like a like a soda hop there right in the middle. Woolworths. I remember I bought a, a Valentine's Day card for a girl when I was in fourth grade at Woolworths. Okay, now I have to know the story. You you, you were flirting with the ladies in, in fourth grade? I was. How, were you successful? So here's what happened. She kind of leveraged it. Like I gave her a Valentine and she was like, oh, wow, thanks. But then she was like, wait a second. And then um, she ended up like going with a, a guy that was a little more popular than me. Oh, tragedy. And uh, follow up to that. He's now a scout for the Denver Nuggets basketball team. So, wow. Yeah, it could be polishing a championship ring in addition to knocking me off on Valentine's Day, Jeez. 1993. He wins everything. Jeez. Uh, if you want to see other stores that uh, are gone but not forgotten, they're on the Shark app. I asked you if you created a traveling Jilberries. That's right, a traveling Wilburys like super group using female vocalists. Who would you go with, Gene and Rochester? First one comes to mind would be Stevie Nicks, Janis Joplin, Joan Jett. I, I want to say Christine McVie. I know the same band, um, but That's I love fair. Christine McVie. Yeah. Um, and uh, last one, I would have to go with Tina Turner. That's a hell of a band. Try to throw a little bit of everything in there, and I know I got two from Fleetwood Mac, but I mean <laughs> they're both incredible, you know. And I mean the you know break it up a little bit with Joan Jett, a little bit of hard rock in there, but that's okay. Yeah. Fleetwood Mac broke up and got back together so many times they might not even remember they were in the same band. <laughs> it's time for your news on the nines with News Guy. Pat Sajak announced he will be stepping down from Wheel of Fortune. He knew it was time to go when Vanna turned over the letters AARP. When asked what he'll do now that he's retired, Sajak said, same as anyone, watch Wheel of Fortune. Yes, Pat Sajak is retiring. You could tell he was getting old when he tried to buy a bowel. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. Megan, what else is going on? I was having a conversation with my family over the weekend, and we were talking about how, you know, whenever you visit a new place, you have to... You have to enjoy the food that they're known for. Like when I went to Philadelphia, I had to have a Philly cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. I don't even gravitate towards cheesesteaks, but while I'm in Philadelphia, you have to. And for New England, our equivalent of that is lobster rolls. Sure. So yeah. we, we asked the the people about some of the best lobster rolls in all of New Hampshire. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got, got all sorts of, sorts of good findings. Where, in your opinion, is the best lobster roll in New Hampshire? Or what has someone else told you? I, You know what? I got to give a nod between Beach Plum and Al Seafood, both in Northampton. Okay. To me, they're both great. And it's just a matter of atmosphere, what you're in the mood for. Do you want to go sit inside and be nice and cozy? Or do you want to go sit outside? Yeah. So, yeah. Those are my two spots. What about you? I rarely have like the last time I had a lobster roll was was it Hampton Seafood Fest? Yes, I did. I did the five k they do with my dad, and they were make they gave us lobster rolls afterwards. I don't remember oh, where. Really? Yeah, yeah, but so, like that was the last time I had a lobster roll, like like eight months ago or ten months ago at this point. And I don't I don't know where it was from or what. I, so I don't have they, an answer. You're telling me that at the Hampton Beach Seafood Festival they give out lobster rolls when you finish the race. <laughs> Let me ask you this. When you get done with the race, do they give you one of those tinfoil ponchos and a lobster bib so you look extra weird? I didn't get a bib. No? I, just the poncho? No. 
you I mean usually when when I run 5k's you usually get a free beer but I don't drink beer so usually I give my like free what? beer ticket to like some random dude that looks like he drinks beer. My dad does the same thing. You go to you go to circuses and parking lots and you get beer after you run. What, what is your life? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. we'll continue your therapy session after this. We were talking Tom Petty earlier. He was in the Traveling Wilburys. So I asked you if we created a female Traveling Wilburys, say the Traveling Jillburys, who would you include in that group? Yvonne and Exeter. I'd pit Janet Jackson. Okay. Adele. Oh. Um, the girl from Heart, the docked one. I can't think of her name. Uh, Ann Wilson. Oh yes, her and her sister—they are amazing. Okay. And Tina Turner. That's your super group yes. right there. Yes, it is. And hey, since you're over there in Exeter, stay safe from all those bears, okay? Oh my God, I know. I will. <laughs> I see a lot of beautiful deers and foxes. That's about it in my neighborhood, but. I definitely am. Well, let's hope it stays that way. I know. Marianne and Newmarket, let's reverse the roles. I'm going to give you mine, okay? But what about Madonna? Would you put Madonna in there? Yep. Okay, how about Tina Turner? Yes, definitely. All right, uh, Whitney Houston. Definitely. See, you're hitting all the good ones. Cindy Lauper. Yeah, Cindy was okay. Okay, here's the last one. Roseanne Barr. No, 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 I wouldn't. <laughs> okay, four for five. <laughs> now on Rhyme in the Morning, it's What's Up on the Shark App. With Megan, the Shark's own app and website guru. We're at that point where I wrote something for the Shark app and Megan has questions. I'm, I don't even have questions. I'm really happy you, you, you wrote about this. You wrote about how Stephen King revealed his preference, his favorite books. Yeah, Stephen King uh, was on Stephen Colbert. This is a, a clip from a while back because yeah. there's a writer's strike right now. And so it's nice to reminisce about television but he was asked to name his five favorite stories. You'd think it would take him a while. He was pretty quick. And he left out a lot of ones that I thought would be in there. But I guess it all goes back to the process of working on it. Because he's talked about a couple that people love, but he had a hard time writing. Mm-hmm. Are you? Have you read Stephen King? Are you Stephen no, King I'm not a horror person. I, I used to be somewhat into it, but I, I've recently taken a step back. What's your five favorite books right now? Ooh, ooh, uh, uh, Great Gatsby, Pride and Prejudice. Uh, those are the two that like really stick out to me. I've recently read Song of Achilles, which I really like. I just these aren't really my favorites. I'm just venting about books. I just finished Jane Eyre, which was gave it four out of five stars. Jane Eyre. Now is that like some kind of sneaker for girls? No. What? No. It's oh. a it's a gothic romance novel written in the mid 1800s. <laughs> My kind of thing. It's can't my kind of thing. Can't wait to check it out. So I, I I only named four. What about like the Cheesecake Factory menu? Does that count as a book? Ooh, that's number five. That's there the you best. Go. There you go. Check it out on the Shark app. Stephen King's five favorite Stephen King books and stories. And I'm told there's a hockey team in Vegas one game away from the Stanley Cup. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Bruce Cassidy. Why can't we get coaches like that? That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. I have a very special guest here. Uh, his name is Terry Robinson. He's here to talk to me about chanting down bad. Babylon, Redemption Songs of the African Diaspora. It's on Saturday, this Saturday, that is, June 17th, at Strawberry Bank Museum in Portsmouth from noon to 10 p.m. Terry, welcome to Ryman in the Morning. Thank you for having me. So tell me about this wonderful event. Yeah, we are super excited at the Black Heritage Trail of New Hampshire to put on a reggae festival in honor of our Juneteenth celebration. It's happening, like you said, this Saturday, uh, June 17th from noon to 10 p.m. We have some amazing headliners coming. 
Yeah, uh, tell me about who's going to be there. Yeah, we have Marcia Griffiths, we have Nadine Sutherland, we have Brigadier Jerry, we have Onyx Brown, we have Lady G. So these are all legends of roots reggae, yeah. very conscious reggae, very a great genre to vibe out to. What are some of the vendors you have that are going to be part of this event? Yeah, so we really wanted to focus on getting BIPOC and Caribbean vendors, like food mm-hmm. vendors. Oh. Uh, we have Yardy Ting coming from uh, Anzum. We have uh, One Love out of Newington yep. coming. Yeah, sure. so we could we have some great Jamaican patties, some great Caribbean food, Ooh. all being curated by uh, Dave Vargas from Vita Cantina. Yep. Uh, he's done an amazing job getting these vendors. This week, the Black Haters Trail is doing our Juneteenth celebration. Yes. It's a week-long of events. Uh, Reggae Fest is just one part of it. We also have a Howard Gospel Choir concert happening on Monday, uh, June 19th. So with these events, we're really trying to express the importance of African culture mm-hmm. and how it relates to the African American experience here. It's very holistic. We want to make sure that everybody is included. It's a very inclusive uh, festival, very inclusive time to come together as a community, yep. learn more about African American history and how it relates to the African diaspora. And you said there were some activities for kids, right? For the whole family? Yeah, definitely. So if you bring your kids out from 12 to 4, uh, we have great kids' activities happening in our children's tent. We have drum-making uh, classes. We, we You can actually do a drum circle with the drums that you make. Oh, wow. Uh, racial Unity Team from Exeter is coming to do face painting and also a, a collective mural as well. So it would be a great time for the kids to come out and experience a lot of the history and culture of African-American people. If you want to get tickets or you want to sign up or get more information, you can go to blackheritagetrailnh.org. You can go to our website and you can purchase tickets read more about what's happening, look at our festival schedule, and see our lineup for artists. Terry, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. The Beatles are releasing a new song they completed using AI. It features Paul singing, George singing, John singing, and Ringo listening. (laughs) Donald Trump did not take a mugshot during his arraignment. Great. Now how are we supposed to know what Donald Trump looks like? Netflix is opening a new restaurant in Los Angeles. But if you don't take a bite for five minutes, a screen pops up and asks if you are still eating. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. Megan, what's going on? What is one of your favorite things to do in New Hampshire in the summer? Uh, probably sit inside in the air conditioning. How boring. Yeah. How sad. No, I don't know. I mean, all sorts of things. I mean, like, <laughs> my favorite time to be here is the summer. The rest of the so time. So you sit like, inside in the air conditioning? That's your favorite time of year? Yeah, it's beautiful to look out the window and see all the other people having fun. You go, oh, good for them. Okay, but, I, I respect that. <laughs> what about you? I, What's I, your favorite thing? I respect that. Hmm. One of them would probably have to be the amusement parks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, I, I, I love Canopy Lake. I Weirdly enough, I've been... Th- Thinking, I say weirdly enough because I haven't been in a while, but I'm I'm wondering if it if Water Country might be calling my name this year. Oh, really? Maybe, yeah. Because with with all like the improvements that they've got going on, yeah, you're not scared of the wedgies at the water park. That's what gets me. I don't go because of the wedgies. That you have to be barefoot the whole I time. I also I don't go on the rides they give you the wedgies though. You don't? No, I don't like steep drops, so I can't do like the straight down ones that give you really bad wedgies. Well, how does this tie back to the Shark app? Is it about wedgies? No, it's the ultimate New Hampshire summer bucket list of all sorts of fun things for you to do in New Wait, Hampshire. Wait, summer, summer, su- summer what? Bucket list? list. Okay, got it. Yeah. 
So I, I was really excited about it. It's got everything from the tiki bar boats you can do on Winnipesaukee to going to Star Island uh-huh. and Isles of Shoals, some water parks, water country, as well as one other that was recommended to us that exists in New Hampshire. That we may not know about. Possibly not. Interesting. See, there's another park here in New Hampshire just added a new ride. Big announcement. That's also on the Shark app. Ooh, yeah, so, we got to talk about that. There's a lot going on. Things are happening here. Oh, wait, yes, I do know about this. You Don't you, spoil it. Don't I spoil won't. it. It's on the Shark app. Go check it out. The Las Vegas Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup last night. That's right. Hockey's Stanley Cup is in Las Vegas now for the next year. Uh, the Golden Knights win by a final of 9-3. to 9-3. Did somebody hit a grand slam? Uh, but the highlight of it is that Bruce Cassidy, the former coach for the Boston Bruins, remember he was unceremoniously just dropped by the Bruins last year, uh, he's the coach of the Golden Knights, so a year later, he wins the Stanley Cup. So how about that? So good for him. In fact, uh, let's get more of an update now, shall we? And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. If you're going to drink from the Stanley Cup in Vegas, I would probably use a straw. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. Megan, what else is going on? You know how some states have these really crazy laws that make no sense and yeah. you wonder like you know like oh you can't own a certain animal tell or me about something. it like just today i saw one that said speed limit 45 i was like what is that all about i know that's so annoying 20 miles over is where it's at i mean that deer i saw going i mean so what tell him to go quicker next time but yeah kind, kind of like our co-worker sean when when a bird crossed <laughs> into the direction of his car go while he was going 80 miles an hour the, the bird should have gone a little faster but he, he went at just the right pace where do you, do you Where his life promptly came to an end. Do you understand what you did, Bird? Because of you, Bird, Sean had to listen to 10 minutes of emo Blink-182 while he cried. His words, not ours. (laughs) He he hit a bird and he got really bummed out about it. Speaking of birds and crazy laws, Mm -hmm. I wanted to let you know of this because you strike me as the kind of person to break this law. Oh, God. You can apparently face a fine or even jail time for scaring pigeons in Boston. <laughs> you strike me as the kind of guy that, like, if you're having a really bad day, you see, like, some big fat pigeon and you just decide to, like, curse it out eh. in the street. <laughs> no comment. You don't have anything to say to that, do you? Uh, yeah, it was an interesting fall in Boston. Um, something I was working on. Um, so, yeah, no comment there. No, like, throwing rocks at I birds. never threw anything. I may have kind of just stormed through uh, you know, as George Costanza said, we have a deal. They're supposed to move out of the way. I'll tell you who would be in trouble. Sadie. She runs after the seagulls at the Aww. beach. Is that a law? Is that something? If I go to the who shark knows? app, I, I don't know. So these are strange laws I in what state? Massachusetts. Strange laws in Massachusetts. Yeah. Go check it out. If you have a kid, be careful if they're chasing after those uh, Don't chase seagulls. after those pigeons in the have, city. If you have a little kid and they're chasing after those seagulls, you're going to want to encourage them so you get a few days off. <laughs> Don't chase after pigeons or seagulls. That's the moral of the story here. It's time for your Shark Seacoast forecast brought to you by P. Gagnon and Son. Good morning, Mark Rosenthal. Good morning, Mr. Reinman. What's happening? Our lovely summer weather continues, right? I was just going to say, finding a new umbrella. That's what's happening. I think we should make an umbrella with pictures of me and you on the top and saying, <laughs> uh, good morning. It'd be a popular target for birds. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Do you, how about two bird brains under one umbrella? There you go. Today is International Bath Day. Mark, you a bath guy or a shower guy? Well, it depends who I'm with. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go get my no, umbrella and then we'll get together. No, I, I, we'll stop it right there. It's a morning show. I love that. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. Happy birthday to President Trump, who turned 77 years old. If you want to get him a present, might I suggest a lawyer? Four children were able to survive for 40 days in the Amazon jungle. Even more impressive, four employees were able to survive for six hours in an Amazon warehouse. Rhode Island declared a state of emergency over damage to its famous cliff walk. It is now the second most dangerous cliff, right after Cliff Huxtable. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. We reached that point where I wrote something for the Shark app and Megan has questions. So the world's largest lobster roll is allegedly. in Maine. Allegedly, allegedly the world's largest lobster roll is in Maine, which mm-hmm. is awesome. It mm-hmm. makes sense because it's Maine. But oh. you're telling me that not only did someone consume the entire thing, but in 10 minutes? That's what they say. <laughs> and allegedly uh, lived to uh, tell the tale. Did it all stay down? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they, he looked pretty happy. I mean, there's a picture if you go on the Shark app. Do you ever notice that these these competitive eater people, like there's Joey Chestnut, who always wins the hot dog contest. Ugh. Yeah, it's always these people who do these eating contests. They don't look like the people that would win a contest. Like, they look, they're these very calm people that I guess their stomach can just handle it. Like, you know how much lobster this is? Do I dare ask how much? It's it's over half a dozen lobsters. That's all I can tell you. Go to the Shark app, see how much that is in pounds. And he did this in 10 minutes. How long is the roll? Long enough. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know what I thought, though, is that he looked very happy afterwards. But the thing is, it's going to catch up with you. So just to help help him out, because other people have done this up this place, uh, this restaurant in Maine. Go check it out. Uh, Taste of Maine. I put together eight great questions to ask yourself after eating the world's largest lobster roll. Hit ready me. Here? Okay. Can I also order the world's largest Charmin roll? That might come in handy. Uh, can I get a refund since the bun wasn't toasted? <laughs> you guys messed up. None of this counts. Is it normal to cry mayonnaise? That's not Yeah, you wouldn't want that. Is it normal for your stomach to hum the Jaws theme? That's that's a warning sign right there. Should I have ordered a Diet Coke? Even things out. Will sharks be scared of me? <laughs> Is this why my date left early? And finally, can I be buried in my bib? Eight great things to ask yourself after you eat the world's largest lobster roll. Go check it out on the Shark app. It's Class Gets for the Seacoast, 1021 The Shark. We'll be right back with more Ryan in the morning. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. The other day, I hit a baseball off the green monster, not the wall at Fenway. A guy at Storyland dressed as Shrek. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. It's International Bath Day, and I asked you, are you taking a bath or a shower? Kendra in Kittery. Shower. Now, how come? Because I don't like to lay in my own filth. In the words of Cosmo <laughs> Kramer from Seinfeld, I agree yes, with you, Kendra. Exactly. <laughs> Philip in Rochester, you a bath guy or a shower guy? Shower guy. Why shower guy instead of a bath guy? Well, I mean, the bath was cool when, when I was a kid, but, you know, I just like to shower now. So yeah. I haven't taken a bath in years. <laughs> well, you know what? Father's Day is coming up. you got to ask for a rubber ducky and see if that changes <laughs> things for you. <laughs> hey, we might be able to work something out.
Danielle in Dover. I am 100% a shower person because I'm kind of tall and I feel like I've never lived somewhere that had a tub that I fit in nicely, that it was relaxing. (laughs) I am a shower person all the way because I've just, I haven't found the perfect fit for a tub, I guess. (laughs) Well, you keep looking. Someday your tub will come. I just know it. It's time for your news on the nines with News Guy. New research shows that one of Saturn's moons has everything people need to survive. A CVS, a Duncan's, and a Ben and Jerry's. It was revealed that Tom Hanks passed on playing the lead in the 1989 film When Harry Met Sally. Apparently, he didn't share the same chemistry with Meg Ryan as he did with Hooch. House Republicans failed to censure Congressman Adam Schiff. Well, you know what they say. Schiff happens. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. My guest is a founding member of the Stray Cats. He'll be performing at the Rochester Opera House this Sunday, June 18th. Please welcome Lee Rocker. Mr. Rocker, how's it going? I'm doing great. How are you doing? We're excited to have you performing here in New Hampshire. What can people expect when they see you at the show? Well, I'll tell you, it's it's a concert that I've been putting together and playing all over the country that really cherry picks the best of my career. So I'm doing everything from my Stray Cats songs Rock This Town and Stray Cat Strut, to solo records, and to uh, other songs that, that just mean so much to me. I've been so fortunate to have worked with uh, you know, everybody from George Harrison to Keith Richards. and wow. So I'm kind of pulling it all together. And these concerts, we also have a video screen going, and uh, I get behind the music a little bit and tell some stories. And uh, So it's, it's kind of a, it's a super cool thing. That's so cool. And all these amazing acts you've worked with. Can you give me a George Harrison story? Well, yeah. The first time I worked with him was back in the 80s. Uh, Carl Perkins, who was really the architect of rock and roll. Carl wrote Blue Suede Shoes. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Put, to get, put together a concert with all of his friends. It was Eric Clapton and George Harrison, Ringo Starr. Uh, I got asked to play bass on this. That was the first time I met George. And it, what was really amazing to me is he was so nervous to get out there oh, wow. and play with his idol, Carl Perkins. Yeah. And uh, and what a, a gem of a guy. He was really just a incredible, incredible talent. What are some fun New England memories you have from when you were first out touring in the Stray Cats? Oh, well, so, so many. Uh, we definitely came through the New Hampshire main area with Stevie Ray Vaughan right before he went. And uh, that was an amazing tour, Stray Cats and uh, Stevie Vaughan. I always love being up up by you guys in New England. Is there anything I forgot to mention that you'd like uh, people to know before they go to the show? Just come on down. It's going to be a blast. The band is just a well-tuned machine, and uh, we love doing it and can't wait to be up in New Hampshire. For more, go to LeeRocker.com. Now on Rhyming in the Morning, it's What's Up on the Shark App with Megan the shark's own app and website guru. Megan, what's going on? Get this. A Maine lobsterman scored not one, but two rare orange lobsters in the same trap. Really? Yeah. And the thing that's unbelievable about this is obviously the odds for that are slim to none. The odds of catching one orange lobster are one in 30 million. Oh, God. So I would guess to go to the shark app to find out the odds of catching two. He caught (laughs) two in the same trap? Two in the same trap. But here's my thing is that am I some kind of like, am I lobster colorblind? Because whenever I see lobsters just as they are, I don't know, they kind of look orange to me. 
Do they look red to you? Yeah. They, they really do. I thought that was just after you cooked them that they would start. Or do you cook I mean, them and then they turn I mean, usually when they're, orange. I mean, when you see them in the tanks at the grocery store, if I recall, they're like brownish. Well, those are the ones they have there for pets, right? And they take them home. And yeah, they take them on t- walks. Okay, good. Just Isn't checking. there someone around here who takes their pet lobster for a <laughs> there, walk? Yeah, there is. There's a guy. <laughs> you can check that out on the Shark app, too. Okay, so but do they turn red or orange? or How does it change when you're boiling I'm no, a lobster? I'm no lobster expert. I do know, though, and I, I, I find this really cute. There was actually a similar case in Florida where a couple of orange lobsters were found, and they were named Sonny and Cher. I'm, I'm sorry. They were na- they were named what? Sonny and Cher, like the Cher show. No, I. I'm, but I, I'm sorry. Sonny and Cher. Sonny and Cher. It's spelled. I'm, I'm being annoying and saying Sonny. No, you're not. You're yeah, just. I am. No, you're not. No, you're I'm being young annoying. and you don't know who Sonny and Cher are. I actually I, do. I, I do know who they are. Okay, then. The, what movie do they have a song in? It's a very famous movie. Does it, I, it plays I, over. And I over. know they sing. I got you, babe. Right. Okay. What movie does that play, feature in quite a bit? I don't freaking know. Groundhog Day. Bill Murray. Oh, wait. I have seen that. There you go. No. Shoot. No. Now I'm mad at myself. Anyway. Because I've... Wanna, no. If you want to no, read no, all no. about the no. lobsters... You're gonna, oh, and crap. So, and who are named, I guess, Son, Sonny, Sonny and Cher. Or is it Sonny and Sheer? We'll find out. Sonny it's, and Sheer. Check it out on the Shark app. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Kind of weird. His name is Lance Armstrong when his legs did all the work. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Run. In the morning. Megan, what else is going on? I have never. Have you ever been on a hot air balloon ride? No, I'm not going. Would you ever no, go on a. No, why? definitely Heights? not. Heights? Uh, well, yeah, danger. But also, I, as I understand it, to, to ride in a hot air balloon, you have to have a big curly mustache. You can kind of twirl and go. <laughs> why the maniacal laugh? That. Well, those are the kind of guys that ride in hot air balloons. They go, you won't catch me. <laughs> like the bad guy escaping at the last minute by soaring through the sky? Yep, yep. Yeah, I don't have that. I can't do that with my mustache. What does this have to do with the shark app, Megan? Well, there's a place in New Hampshire that's offering hot air balloon rides in Salem. And you oh, can okay. Go, yeah, and it's really cool because they're offered right before the sunrise. So talk about the ultimate sunrise view. Mm. So you can twist your mustache and have an evil <laughs> laugh while the sun rises in the east. I beat you, son. I was up before you. I've got a head start. I'm in charge of this day, son. Have you ever considered voice acting? What are you talking about? We're doing voiceovers? Uh, No. Why? Like, what kind of voices? I don't know. You're just good at doing voices. No? What are you talking about? This news guy is a real person. Sportsman's a real friend of mine. News guy's totally a real person. Charlie Butters, he comes in once a week. They're all real. When you lie in bed at night, does news guy talk to you? What? You, like, hear a voice coming from, like, the ceiling? I don't know. The corner? He doesn't have my number. Well, you know what happened was uh, he asked for my number, and then I gave him someone else's, and I went, (laughs) And then you wrote You got the wrong one! And And then then you wrote away in your hot air balloon. Got in my hot air balloon and read the shark app while I was up there. Of course. So there's reception up there. Yeah, it has Wi-Fi. It's probably going to result in a bad accident someday. A hot air balloon <laughs> with free Wi-Fi? Sign me up. Yeah, I don't know. The less electronics you can have in that balloon, I'd say probably the better. But this is a, a very safe and uh, reputable and fun company. Read of about course. it on the Shark app. Yeah, this could be a fun summer activity for you. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. A whistleblower claims that the Vatican knows secrets about space aliens. The Pope denied this, despite being 200 years old and wearing a hat that's shaped like a cone. A group of four killer whales were spotted swimming in the waters off of Nantucket. And you could tell they were killer whales because they were wearing tracksuits and sunglasses. 
Police in Massachusetts found an abandoned SUV standing upright against a tree in the woods, marking the best parking job in the history of Massachusetts. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. Reach that point where I wrote something for the Shark App and Megan has questions. Do I dare ask about this creepy clown story that Stephen <laughs> King chose to share? I have said this to you before, but I want to know what goes on in that man's brain. Well, this was something that happened to him, and it was an old interview. And, you know, Stephen King's just been kind of in the zeitgeist as of late. He has a new book coming out. Um, eleven twenty two sixty three. That's going to be a very special anniversary coming up this November. So a lot of people have been talking about Stephen King, and I, I just thought this interview—I won't say with who, but with someone very funny from New England—and he went on his program a few years ago, and it was a story about when the man that made us scared of clowns sat on an airplane next to a clown for an entire flight. Honestly, he deserved it. A very specific clown. He deserved it. This is a clown where you'd be like, this is the ultimate karma coming back and hitting you. What, is it Pennywise? Well, no, but it's like, it's the most famous real clown. Ronald McDonald? (laughs) Perhaps. But there's a twist in the way uh, this particular Ronald behaved on the airplane. And uh, if you go check it out on the Shark app, it's got the actual clip and Stephen King telling the story. And it's just kind of fun to see Stephen King get freaked out by a clown. Like he learned in that moment. Oh, that's, that's why these are kind of scary. Uh, are you scared of clowns? I mean, probably as much as the next person to an extreme extent. No. I'm more scared of mimes. That's, mimes are creepy. I don't, see, are creepy. I don't see mimes, though. Like I, 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 always think, think, it's, of that I scene. think it's a dying or dead art form. I have to say, mimes have been strangely quiet lately. It's Classic Hits for the Seacoast, 1021, 105, Through the Shark. <sighs> we'll be right back. You'd be a bad mime. You sigh too much. We'll be right back with more Reinman in the morning. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Your daddy's so slow, he got picked last in solitaire. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman. It's Reinman in the morning. It's also National Recess at Work Day. Eli and Durham, if you had recess at work, what would you be doing? I'd probably just uh, close the doors of my business for half an hour and uh, take the dog for a walk. Caroline in Hanover, Massachusetts. Oh, my gosh. I would probably be laying out in the parking lot with a, with a towel and getting some sun. I don't know. It might be kind of difficult, the weather you've been having, but I like your optimism. I know. I know. Jeff and Dover, where are you spending your recess at work? Uh, in a hammock for at least two hours. That's about how long it takes me to get into a hammock. So <laughs> There you go. Elena and Hampton. I'd probably be sitting out back in the sunshine at the picnic table, just hanging out, enjoying my lunch. Hey, we're all adults. We make the rules. Let's have recess at work today. I'm going to go sit at the picnic table and have my lunch. It's time for your news on the nines with News Guy. Sunday is Father's Day, so you better get to work wrapping the gift you forgot to give him last year. Over 70 million cards will be purchased on Father's Day, and that's just for Nick Cannon. Congratulations to Al Pacino, who became a father for the fourth time. Or as the baby put it, just when I think I'm in, they pull me back out. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. My guest this morning is headlining two shows tonight at the Music Hall Lounge in downtown Portsmouth. Please welcome to Reinman in the Morning the very funny Rachel Feinstein. Rachel, how's it going? 
Hey, how's it going? It's going all right. How's New York? Does the air still look like Cheeto dust? Uh, yeah, things were rampant for a few days, but it's popped back. We're, we're popping off again. By the way, my husband, a fireman, just, just taking, gifting himself with a nice long walk. Everybody was like, oh, what does Pete say about it? Like, he's going to be the final authority on whether the air is disgusting. And I'm like... Are you kidding? He's jogging in it. He's like, what? He's like, whatever. I go into active fires. I think I'll just go ahead and eat this toxicity. I'm like, you can't walk, you idiot. Well, that's a question I have for you is that you're this, a very successful comedian. And as you mentioned, you're married to a New York City firefighter. How did you guys meet? We were set up. I, um, I was trying to meet men in steakhouses because I heard they hang out at steakhouse bars. So I was just going to steakhouses and just sort of oh. like leering at strangers. But then I'd be too frightened to actually talk to anybody. So there was a profound sadness to it. I would just be kind of rocking at a bar, sort of looking longingly at some guy that was trying to enjoy himself at his office party. (laughs) And then my friend was like, do you want to stop going to steakhouses and I try to set you up? Because this is getting more and more alarming by the day. And then she's like, I have a, she texted her husband because she's married to a retired firefighter. And she's like, let me see if he has a fireman for you. Meanwhile, all the steakhouse people are saying, I wonder what happened to that girl used to come around. She might be a vegan now. Because she's a vegetarian. I I don't think I realized how actively embarrassing this was. I thought it was like normal. I was like openly telling people, I'm like, oh, yeah, I go to steakhouses to meet men. And my friend was like, yeah, that's more shameful than I think you're realizing. But think about it. If you go to places where they eat red meat all the time, then all of a sudden you stop showing up. I mean, you might have influenced some people in a positive way. They might have said, oh, my God, remember that girl who was here every night eating steak? Like I think she I think she she kicked it, man. I better stop. I better watch my diet. <laughs> so you did help people. One of the things I remember about you, you're so great at doing voices when you're doing your act. When you read to your daughter, do you do voices when you read like bedtime stories and stuff? Yes, and she goes, "Stop it. No, 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 mama, no." <laughs> she doesn't like she cuts it. Cuts me off. I'm like, "What do you mean? Like I get paid to do this. How dare you?" <laughs> I'm so insulted. How dare you interrupt my craft when you're doing yeah, that? Yeah, she wants none of it. She's like, "No, do it the way no, do it normal." She's like, "Less of you, more of the book." And I'm like, "Okay, I hear you." For more info on Rachel's tour, go to rachel-feinstein.com. Now on Rhyme in the Morning, it's What's Up on the Shark App with Megan, the shark's own app and website guru. Megan, what's going on? I have compiled some details about 4th of July fireworks here in the Granite State. Because no believe way. it or not, it, it's coming up in less than a month, which what? is crazy because it feels like it's April. Really? 4th of July. What day is it this year? I think the 2nd. I don't okay, know. Good. Yeah. Yeah, everything's different now, and it's like leap year next year. So what we, we I, never I know, know what's going to be. Do you, do you have any any Fourth of July plans? Mine are probably cooler than yours. What? I just want to put that out there right now. Well, you go first, then. You're so cool. Go ahead, tell me. I'm going on Fourth of July weekend to Virginia Beach. Wait, hold on. I'm getting a phone call. Hey, how's it going, Meg? It's the captain here, and I want to know what Virginia has to do with being live and local. Because I have details on New Hampshire fireworks, Reinman. I'm telling you my 4th of July plans, which don't involve New Hampshire. But that's not live and local. How does how do you think how do you think this makes Herb feel? You making fun of him on air like this? I don't know. I, well, Herb is a nice he man. Just, he just he hung got up. you he this just, job. He just hung up. That's how hurt he is. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm probably uh, going out with Sadie and watching her go bonkers at fireworks. Because ever since she was like two, she's loved fireworks. So Good. 
Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's the New Hampshire in her. And then probably listening to fireworks throughout the summer, because it is New Hampshire. Do you have any neighbors to set off fireworks? I'm not actually quite sure, because this is my first 4th of July that I'm spending in my new place. Mm -hmm. So that is TBD. But there's no place in the immediate vicinity of where I live where setting off fireworks would probably be allowed. Well, (laughs) Well, let me tell you something. If someone sets them off... Say goodbye to Lewis the Chipmunk. No! <laughs> He's going to be under your bed. But go, oh, to the, go to the Shark app and see about all about the 4th of July fireworks and where you can catch them here in New Hampshire. In the meantime, you know, we're happy for my friend Todd and the Denver Nuggets, but did you see their victory celebration in Denver yesterday? Here, let's get an update. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. The Denver Nuggets coach is asleep on my lawn. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman and the Morning. Reach that point where I wrote something for the Shark app. And Megan, you have questions. You so, have big time questions. I do. So recently you were sitting behind me in the sales pit. I'm working and I hear you uh-huh. cracking up. Like you uh-huh. are laughing constantly. Yeah. Borderline annoying. I'm kidding. What? Maybe I'm not. I'm kidding. Okay. But <laughs> beside the point, you were right and you called me over. And I said, what, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You brought my attention to the most, I don't know, it made me, I don't know if I was proud or disappointed in humanity when you showed me this. And New Englanders. The greasy pole contest (laughs) in Massachusetts. (laughs) Tell me more. I was so like, when you showed me this footage, I was like, I get it now. And I was, I was cracking up with you. It was so much fun. Isn't it just, it's just, you cry. There's this big, long pole and they grease it up. I'm sorry, this is morning radio. Get your head out of the gutter. It's just a regular telephone pole, and they put grease on it, and then people try to run to the end and and grab a red flag, and then they don't. They fall into the ocean. (laughs) And what I said immediately was, well, if you get the flag, what do you win? I don't know that you win anything. Do you win, I don't know, a gift certificate? I think it's just the you can brag and say that you won. That's That's what I read. But if you go to the Shark app, you can find out when it is this year. And uh, I feel like there aren't a lot of restrictions, Dan. <laughs> I think we, we have a few people in this office yeah. who I who I could see doing this. I'm, Some of them actually, I think, will be pretty successful. But you got to check this out on the Shark app because there's people in costumes. There's people that are like, they have strategies to try to do this. There is and no... You, the, I'm sorry. <laughs> Everyone, the, go away. The, the hot dog eating contest in New York, you're done. It's yeah. all about the greasy pole contest. Sure. I would almost rather do a hot dog eating contest because all I can think of is you're on this pole 20 feet above the ocean. Mm-hmm. You slip and fall. You probably smack the pole and <laughs> yeah. then you fall 20 feet and then you hit the water and who knows if you're actually in like optimal position to I, jump into the here, water if you're going to land on your stomach or your back. If like, anyone's ambitious and I, you can come co-host if you do this, you can come co-host some Reinman in the morning with me. I want you to wear a hot dog costume and eat a hot dog and make it to the end of the greasy pole. And if I'm you g- do that, you can co-host an hour of the show with me. I'm going to make sure that he abides by that promise because yep. I, I want to witness this as well. Check it out. It's I on, will shake your hand. It's on the Shark <laughs> app. Well, make sure they wash the grease off first. Yeah. It's time for your news on the nines with News Guy. A man set a world record by solving a Rubik's Cube in just 3.13 seconds. Then he set another record, untangling some earbuds in just 3.13 hours. The Game Show Network is coming out with a show where people try to guess the top searches on Yahoo. Followed by another show where people try to guess why someone is still using Yahoo. 
Disney accidentally cast an adult film actor in The Little Mermaid. On the bright side, Sebastian got to meet some other crabs. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. I asked you, what's the weirdest gift you've ever given or gotten for Father's Day? And I heard from Allison in Lowell. She sent me a message on the app. Hi, Allison. Uh, (laughs) She likes to give her dad a donation to a political charity he hates. That's so mean, but funny. Just, why doesn't anyone ever think of me? Give me a gift on this day. Oh, look, I got to. Hey, wait a minute. What's a unique Father's Day gift you got? Adam and Pelham. A loaf of uh, apple fritter bread. <laughs> you got a loaf? God. You got a loaf of bread for Father's Day? Well, other things as well, but yes. Yeah, it made me a loaf of uh, apple fritter bread, which I like. So oh, okay. <laughs> well, they made it for you. That's good. I was worried they yeah, just went yeah. to the store and got you some Wonder no, Bread. No, no, it's, no, it's homemade. <laughs> Kayla and Seabrook, you want to say Happy Father's Day to anybody? My husband, Jordan. What'd you get him for a gift? Me. <laughs> you. <laughs> You're the gift. Yeah, that's it. Just just put a ribbon on your head and say, yeah, this is... Keep on giving. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they like to hear. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Every Father's Day, me and Dad drive to the golf course and honk the horn right when people tee off. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. Before we get going, Megan, we were just talking about Lewis, your chipmunk friend. Yes. And once the show gets merch, we're going to get merch. I want to get some t-shirts. We got to get a shirt made that has a picture of Lewis on it. No. That, that says, Lewis always grabs his nuts. Are you six? What? You're like a six-year-old. You have the sense of humor of a six-year-old. Don't get me wrong. I have friends with the sense of humor of a six-year-old. What are you talking about? I couldn't make that joke till I was like eight or nine. I wasn't that smart. Oh, pardon me, eight. You know what you should do? Go on the Shark Instagram. I want, want you to post a picture of Lewis on the Shark Instagram. Do that today. Do it right now, okay? I will. I will post a picture of my little buddy. What's happening on the Shark app? We are solving the question once and for all. Is it legal to go 10 miles an hour over the speed limit in Def- New England? What? Why? No, of course not. Why would that be? Who thinks people that's th- legal? People think it's like, you know, it's acceptable. No. Kind of like, even when I was learning how to drive, I remember being told like, yeah, it's 55, but like people usually go 60 or more. Let me ask you something. If Lewis the Chipmunk went 10 miles over the speed limit. Would you go 10 miles over the speed limit, Megan? Yes, I'd be the one driving. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I oh, wanna, my God. Okay, Don't tell me. I just fine. picture you, in a, you, you road tripping. Like I just picture you both wearing sunglasses sitting in the front seat of your car. Oh, my gosh. Wait, when I travel in a couple of weeks, I should bring him in my little carry-on. Yeah, try that. Yes, yes. that'd be so great. He would, that's, he'd bite me, and I'd probably need rabies shots. But that's it's okay. just what we need. We got people bringing ninja knives onto airplanes at Logan. Now we were bringing chipmunks on. But anyway, if you go to the Shark app, you can see about this mythical rule that I can't believe. But I guess there's something to it, right? Okay, confession. Yeah? What's the fastest you've gone on I-95? No. <laughs> That's what I thought. Shark app. Go check and see if there's a, a speed limit hack. But first, let's go to the movies. I'm Charlie Butters, and it's time for your Friday flicks. Out this weekend is the superhero movie The Flash, where Michael Keaton reprises the role of Batman. But you can tell he's gotten old because he wears his utility belt up around his nipples and has a butt cushion in the Batmobile. Children will love the Disney Pixar movie Elemental, a love story featuring a woman made of fire. 
That's crazy. I had no idea my mother-in-law was an actress. Also in theaters, the Wes Anderson movie Asteroid City. I hope Batman brings his butt cushion, or else it's gonna be Hemorrhoid City. I'm Charlie Butters, and remember to keep an eye on the screen and a hand in the popcorn. Sonny, Sonny, Sonny.